Hello, and welcome to Turn It Down, a good podcast about bad music. Every episode, we take a terrible song, pull it apart, and try to figure out what went wrong. I'm Joe Oakes. And I'm Steve Sachs. And today, we are going to be listening to a tune that Steve brought in. Steve, what, what have you got for us this, uh, this episode? Yeah, this is a song called Marlins Will Soar by... Okay. By Scott Stapp of Creed. Oh, this is uh, his solo, his solo work. Uh, but yes, <laughs> Scott Stapp of Creed fame. Scott Stapp, you gotta love him. You gotta mm-hmm. love him. A master of the um, what is what is it? The Herm, the Herm Yarl. The Herm Yarl. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, let's check it out. Uh, we'll have a link to the Spotify playlist in the description. And uh, yeah, are you ready for some baseball? Because I know I am. Is it football? It's, are you ready for some football? Isn't I've it? got that on my list for later. <laughs> Sick. All right, here we go. Oh, this shit isn't on Spotify, is it? Oh, hell no. No, use the link I sent you. Use the, okay. use the link okay. I sent did you. Did you put it in the chat or did you put it on? Yeah. Okay. Let's play ball. It's We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep hoping and dreaming and you will soar. With a little faith and love, you will soar. One strike. Strike swing away A diving catch A stolen base A perfect game Absolutely epic. So epic. Good. I'm so glad I didn't listen to this before. Oh, you didn't? I you didn't. didn't listen? I was, oh, my God. I was going I, to. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, I was going to, and then I thought, you know, maybe I could just sort of save it and get that yes. first. It's okay. so much better than I even well, imagined with, it could be. With that said, I would love to just hear your initial impression of that. Just, Joe, take it away. I just want to hear your thoughts. I... <laughs> For one thing, the instrumental is just like, it's just like a classic fucking Creed slapper. You know what I mean? Like, it's the the 6 8 bound and down and down and down. And he's yeah. like ripping on the vocals. But those lyrics, man, those lyrics are like a, like a fifth grader wrote them. <laughs> Strikeouts, baseball. It's just, <laughs> there's no, the tone. Like the emotional tone of the the song is classic, like melodramatic Scott Stapp, and he's For just a saying sport that is a pastoral sort of yeah. like slow, you know, vibey game. Baseball, <laughs> baseball, yeah, the vibiest major league sport. <laughs> 
There's not a lot of action in baseball. Baseball's very chill. It is not the energy that he's putting forward, you know, he, with that. It, the, the incongruity of, like, yeah. his intensity with the sport of baseball. It's just like a rallying song for a baseball team. But he also just sort of runs down some words from the sport <laughs> of baseball. Just random. It even, yeah. It's like he's talking about the rules. <laughs> he's talking about, he's just saying dugouts and strikeouts and... <laughs> We're going to yeah. have a home run. It's nothing. Um, it's not specifically about the Marlins in any meaningful way. Like, can we, except for the one line about the Marlins, maybe we should, maybe we should talk a little about Scott Stapp and why he might even care about the Marlins. Right. Well, let me just very quickly say to you, and I, I think when we dig into the lyrics, this will be something we discuss more, but Marlins are fish, right? Marlins are fish. Yeah. And they're going to... S- they're not flying fish. <laughs> they're not flying fish. No. Um, so I mean, if their logo is to be believed, they're kind of like swordfish. Like, yeah. The logo, at least, has they have like a big, you know, sword on their face. I don't know if that's actually how they are, uh, what a real marlin looks like, but that's what the logo looks I w- like. I would assume so. We'll, we'll talk about it. But I just, I'm bothered by the idea that a fish is soaring, right? Is it soaring through the water? <laughs> I feel like I might be splitting hairs here but that that kind of struck me right away when i heard the name of the song i was like yeah marlins will soar yeah it's it's clunky the title's clunky yeah right the obviously the whole delivery is like very funny <laughs> um very passionate yeah <laughs> so is scott stapp a floridian is that uh my understanding is that he and the band creed are from tallahassee ah yeah they feel like a there's something in the water down there, man, because it's like them. Uh, I yeah. Think the biscuit was from Florida. Like, was corn from Florida? Like, that whole new metal scene kind of bubbled up out of there. Definitely. I really, and I feel like it. I, the, the festivals I imagine of mm-hmm. this style of music have a Florida, like, I just picture like a lot of mud, like, a lot of like. <laughs> Yeah, Floridians, man. I don't want to generalize, but you know, it's it's kind of swamp. A, it's swamp. The land. swamp. There's a swamp it, energy to it. it it's in like a weird Woodstock '99. Yeah, I don't know. And it's it's kind of funny now that you, you know you mentioned that. It's like Creed is this like post grunge band, and obviously grunge comes out of you know the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, and the sort of like it, it is like the Wario of. Uh, of grunge <laughs> like the, the swampy because the, like there's a swampy quality to florida that kind of that you can almost hear in the creed type music you know yeah but it's yeah. like it's a different it's a different thing than like the dark uh overcast swampiness of the pacific northwest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's like this 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 epic quality Sunniness. to yeah yeah yeah, yeah where it's aspirationally sludgy. A little bit of Dis- Disney, maybe? It's yeah, de- it's, exactly, yeah. It's definitely like, and you know, Scott, like Scott Stapp, Creed is a Christian band, uh, mm-hmm. his, old, his old band, and there's like, an, a, like a devotional sort of energy to it, too, in yes. a way, which m- makes me think of like, me- like Southern megachurches. Yeah, super that's what ones, I mean. It's like know? the 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 sunlight t- causes them to have that sludge, but look upward. <laughs> they have Whereas, D. like the overcast in the Pacific Northwest, it's like it's it, it's a hell it's a hellbound right. sludge. Right, right. 
Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, your point about uh, Creed being a Christian band. Yeah. Um, there's there's a, a little bit of a remnants of that in the lyrics. If we, maybe we can just dive right into those. Yeah, let's check that because, out. Yeah, uh, there's a part in the the chorus because yeah, there's a part in the chorus. Or maybe we should say too that we did find that this song is a it's an adaptation of yes. a song from his solo career that's just called "You Will Soar." Right. Which... And <laughs> once you realize that, he really got pretty lazy and didn't bother to do much with the chorus there at all. I mean, that explains why it's Marlins Will Soar, because yeah. <laughs> otherwise you would never put those words together. Um, all right. Let's check out these lyrics. So I'm pulling these lyrics from the uh, the local, the Broward Palm Beach New Times, uh, South Florida's independent source of local news and culture. Um, that's the only place I was able to find these lyrics. So here we go. Marlins will soar. Let's play ball. It's game day. We watch strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. Come on, Marlins, make us proud. This is what I'm talking about. We watch strikeouts, base hits, <laughs> yeah. double plays, take the field, you know? Yeah. It's like he brainstormed baseball things and went, wait a second, this is the song. All right, here we go. Next. Keep hoping and dreaming and you will soar. With a little faith and luck, you will soar. A little faith. See, that's the, that's the, that's the leftover Christian well, that, that stuck out. We'll listen to the original You Will Soar, but l judging by this, I feel like that's probably the actual chorus of You I Will think Soar. I think it is. There's I, no I reason it is. for it to be different. Yeah. All right, here we go. A little more. What's, what's so lazy about it, yeah. too, is that faith rhymes with bass. Yeah. Well, and uh, so there was almost an opportunity there to just like a built-in opportunity to say something about baseball right there, right <laughs> in the chorus. <laughs> it was not taken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stuck yeah. with the God stuff. You know. How fast do you think he put this together? Cause... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a little bit of background on that once, okay. once, we, once we run through. Yeah. Cool. So now we have a few more um, word search answers about a baseball, like from a baseball <laughs> word search here. One strike, two strikes. Swing away. A diving catch. A stolen base. <laughs> it's like really poetic here. <laughs> a perfect game a triple play a undistinguishable play of praise let's i want to listen to it because because what can you believe they put undistinguishable in the newspaper <laughs> what Wait, so he leaves in he leaves in the word praise as well it's I guess baseball is like a, like a, a a good baseball hit is a is an act of faith. You're <laughs> sending the ball off to the Lord. Um, let's let's listen to this here. If you could find the lyrics elsewhere, I'll be impressed. But I couldn't <laughs> find them. Yeah, I I don't know. Let's see. So I'm listening to it now. A perfect lucky, game. Lucky you. <laughs> What does he say? It's another play of praise. Another play of praise? Yeah. I I'm I bet you it's a real quick and lazy translation from the original song. Game rhymes with praise, save rhymes with praise. Dude, so gonna... many so many baseball things rhyme with praise. Why would you stick with praise? 
plays. Yeah. Plays. He's already used plays. Yeah, First play of all, of he, he does he does triple play. He does double play and triple play, which is really funny. I mean, it's kind of good song. It's a clever song crafting because the first verse is double plays. Uh-huh. Then the second, like, it's just uh, strikeouts, bass hits, double plays at the beginning, right? Tri- We're just starting yes. out, but now we got... A diving Triple catch. play. A, yeah. di- a perfect catch. game. A stolen base. <laughs> a perfect game. A triple play. Another play perfect of game. praise. Another play of praise. I guess I, God is responsible for all the perfection. Uh, ah, maybe know. that's the maybe that's the connecting. Only God is perfect. You pitched a perfect game, therefore that came the whole God. thing was a play of praise. Right. We've heard a lot of athletes say that that it comes directly from God. It does. So I, yeah. I, I, I believe that. Sammy Sosa famously uh after every home run, do you ever do were you a ba- were you a baseball let's let's let me let me let's aside real quick. Were you a baseball fan as a kid? So I played little league. Okay. And I was good at it. I did little league all stars and stuff, but I was never someone who followed a sport. Any mm-hmm, sport. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like baseball. I would go to games sometimes. I grew up, I was a Red Sox fan. I grew up in Red Sox country. Boo. I, I know, I know. It's weird, though, because I was immersed in it and I didn't realize that people, well, you're Jersey. I'm a Yankee so you're fan. A yeah. Yankee fan, right? So, mm-hmm. this is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Podcast <no>. over. <laughs> Dude. How could you not tell me? Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I knew the players and stuff and I, I kind of had a vague thing, but like, I've just never been able to find the, like the, the joy in following the whole season and knowing the teams. Like, honestly, there's probably teams in the, in the, in the MLB that I don't know exist. Did you, you do know? you, did you know about the Marlins? Yes. And I think it's because I had like when I was a kid, one of my winter jackets was from a thrift store and <laughs> right. it was a big puffy Marlins jacket. Okay. And I just I knew it was a team and then people would be like, yo, the Marlins suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they won the World Series in ninety seven. Okay. Maybe it was um, a doll no, it but was they a- then sucked. Okay. Still kind of I mean, actually, I I shouldn't speak for current baseball. I I truly, yeah. See, we we were potentially gonna have my brother come in, but it turned that that didn't work out. He just well, he did just time. text me that he couldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. but um, he would know more about contemporary baseball. I I like you. I played when I was younger. I was I followed baseball pretty closely as a kid. I loved baseball. Um, and I mean, I still love to go to a game. Um, my brother and my dad follow closely to this day, and so I, I'm like. Uh, you know, I know a little about what's going on, but um, the Mar- the reason I asked about specifically about the Marlins, maybe this is too in the weeds, but it's like the Marlins were a newish team in the '90s, or maybe they were new in the '90s. Um, they were they were an, uh, I guess it's called an expansion team or whatever it's called. Um, you know, every once in a while you get the, the the league decides, oh, there's a market here and it's untapped, and we should put a team there, and so. Um, the Marlins were, you know, like the Mets were that team in the 60s, you know, they, okay. the Mets, whereas like the Yankees have been around since the 1800s or I, whatever. I've always wondered why New York has two teams. Is it just because of the population so big? What's the deal there? New York's had, I mean, New York had the, the Yankees and the Giants in the early part of the 20th century. Right. Uh, and the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, this is, they were like the Brooklyn Dodgers. The Brooklyn right? Dodgers, yeah. right? The Dodgers went to 
LA. I'm, I think that happened first. And yes, the Dodgers went to LA, then the Giants went to San Francisco. And then in the 60s, they brought the Mets, and the Mets are the colors of the Dodgers and the Giants, blue I and orange. See. I see the Metropolitans. The uh, New York Metropolitans. Like- and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about them because there is, I believe, uh, I, I want to draw a connection. It's This song seems so fucking random, <laughs> you know, it that, that it really does. But I, I do think there is a tradition, especially in baseball, okay. of uh, songs about sports, but specifically in baseball, songs about baseball and even some songs about specific teams and the Mets have probably the most famous uh, song really? about them. Yeah. Um, I know it. I don't know if I know should it. Should we play it real quick? Let's check that I out have real a, quick. I have a few versions, in fact. Yeah. yeah what, a few oh, versions, a few versions even. Here yeah. Always fun to do that. So here's the original uh, Meet the Mets. And, 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 you know, so just before we play this, I think – this one works for a lot of the reasons the Scott Stapp one doesn't. It's kind of, it's like charming and almost like backward looking. Okay. In in like that it's like retro, even for the 60s, it feels retro. Okay. And baseball is a very nostalgic sport. It is. It is. That's the it's thing about, very backward looking. I, I like that about baseball in a way because it hasn't, it's, it's an old, it's an old sport for, yep. there's the players are old a lot of the time. And like, it's, it's like, it's slow. It's, it's built, it's not built for prime attention. time. I think yeah, it's like baseball exactly. is still in the forties in a way. You know what I mean? You think yes. of classic baseball players, the fact that we all know baseball players from the thirties and forties and they're still, but legendary. not today. Right. Yeah, right. I don't know. Whereas, Basketball has ad- uh, adapted to the times like much better. Like everybody yeah. can name like five basketball players that are playing right now, even if you don't watch a game. Yeah, I bet I know. I you know, know what I mean. Basketball, and, I know and you still know you know LeBron. You probably know James Harden or Kevin Durant. You know these names, and you might even know their faces. Like you see them on TV. The, the baseball is sort of like stubbornly in the past, and and like you know, there's a lot of debate within the sport about like things like celebrating they don't let you celebrate you know like you can't like there was a big controversy a few years ago a guy hit a big home run he threw his bat to celebrate oh the the horror (laughs) oh my goodness you know like these things whereas you know in in football you do a touchdown dance it's like a celebrate you know what i mean um anyway so backward uh baseball is kind of backward looking in that way and a little conservative but even for the 60s, this song, I think, is somewhat conservative. So it'll be fun. We're going to listen to this. And then there's an 80s version of this, too, which is really great. Oh, but yeah. but I think you'll hear why this is better. Um, you know, it's more about the team. And right. it's more specific. And it's charming in a way that, like, the, the Marlins one just really is not. <laughs> All, right. All right. Here we go. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies, bring your wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life. Because the Mets are really sucking the ball. Knocking those home runs over the wall. East side, west side. Everybody's coming down to meet the M-E-T-S Mets of Oh man, that's great! Isn't that fun? That's so good. 
Yeah. I, I mean, for one thing, they actually wrote a song. The Mets, uh, Meet the Mets is charming, I think. I was talking about it being a little backward looking. I think you heard what I meant, right? Like, it's like this old time musical thing. Yeah, well, they're bringing kind of. in, yeah, it's the old timey, you know, Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, get, right. you know, and that that is kind of, I. that's the thing, I like that about baseball in a way, I feel like there's probably some dynamic of that that's not cool, but it's it's that, that, that yeah, it's that sort of nostalgia inherent in going to the field and the, you know, the smell yeah. of the spilled Coors Light, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the stale popcorn. I. I like that too because it's that classic '60s, like you know, uh, it's like it's like neo. It sounds like the Flintstones kind of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like I love that, and it's like a chorus of like five guys all singing at the same pitch. You know, <laughs> like you just see a big group of guys doing the thing where they like make a fist <laughs> and sh- do their arm, with like their a, elbow popping. Yeah, out. yeah, the elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just all. Yeah, I, I really like that. And and also the other thing I noticed about it, we stopped after like a minute and a half, but I didn't hear like a verse chorus verse chorus thing happening. It felt like there was a new section every <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. what's next? <laughs> like a four minute through composed song about baseball. So you said there's an eighties reboot of this? There's thing? an eighties yes. Uh we'll have to Yeah, there's an eighties version and we'll play it right now. All right. Cut. But uh, you'll have to click. Um, there's a comment that shows when it starts. Because oh, okay. this is like multiple versions in one okay. link. And then after we listen to this, we should go back because I have that article about uh, about Scott Stapp, So Okay, cool. Um, and then we can kind of keep hopping back and forth like this. Right, right. Uh, let's see here. Share. Share. Meet the Mets. So hold on, there's a comment. Yeah, see, it says four versions. If you scroll down, um, oh, it's in the comments. Why do I? Yeah, they switched where that shit is. Yeah, it's annoying. annoying. They're trying to promote more oh, videos. Here there we go. 1984 version. Updated. Here we go. That is fucking <laughs> so good. <laughs> I had never heard that one until I started looking into these. Uh, oh, I you know, love it. These songs, but that that is that's a fascinating one. That's a it's, that's a pretty big change. You want to talk about the change from the '60s to the '80s? I feel like the, in the culture, you could you could talk about it through the lens of just those two songs. Totally, it's still like cartoon music, though. You know, yes, it's like still yeah. the same. They didn't. 
they, oh, it's so happy too. Like it's so, that's probably a problem with you, with uh, Marlins will soar is it sound, it's like, it's, it's, it's like tough. It's like, yes, Marlins will, it's like, (laughs) it's like a bittersweet joy in the victory of the Marlins. Yeah. It's like a minor key. Is it a minor key? I feel like it is. It's, I mean, it's major, but it's like, it, it really, it sits on, it's that like, it, it's like that, uh. It's ambiguous, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It hits it starts with the minor and it comes back to the major, but then we land back on the minor. Mm-hmm. So it gives it that like anthemic quality. Right. But at the same time, it's ah God. It's I the other thing I noticed too between these and the Scott Stapp is that like a lot of the same techniques are at play here in a way. You notice that it's it's like they list things. Yeah. They like list different baseball things. But in this case, there's a it jumps back to and we're going to have a great time. We're at the ballpark. Right. It's going to be fun. It's a story. I love it. Yeah. It's there's sense memories. We're talking about. I don't know why I can't remember. We just listened to it. But like well, I, part of what stuff. I like is part of what I like is that it ties it to to like the the town new york town which is kind of a funny way to say it but like yeah. it ties it to the area the batteries down yeah and they even like call out new jersey like they call it like the surrounding area you know they like it's like it's geographic it's you know it's at least about the mets kind of it has the team like yeah it has a baseball feel to it it feels like a baseball song yes marlins will sort it's not Marlins of Sword is not, and and I think part of that is because we were talking about it was adapted. I found a little bit about this, about like the background of how it came to be. Ooh. Um, let me just read this. It's a short article. Uh, also, so this one, you know, you earlier, you were talking about, what was the newspaper you found? The Broward Palm Beach, uh, let me pull it up here, uh, New Times. The Broward, right. okay. the Broward Palm Beach New Times, South Florida's independent source of local news and culture. And we thank them for their service. Uh, this piece is from the Palm Beach Post, okay. and their claim is that real news starts here. So, oh, you know, pick, well, pick. Hmm. Can I just say, though, like, I, I, I hate to, I hate to do this, but like, uh, just to go back to the Broward Palm Beach New Times for a second, <laughs> they didn't even bother to get all the words. And at the bottom of these lyrics, it says, thanks to Mora at the all. And then I click this. Yeah. And that goes to another article titled by, by Mora Johnston, Scott Stott figures out how to guarantee in-stadium airplay for his solo material is the headline <laughs> by Mora Johnston at the all, which I guess is an even more independent online thing. Mets fans finally have something to cheer about regarding the team's worst start since the battle days of 1992. The team's train wreck performance will probably keep any of the early aughts lights of post-grunge from following in the footsteps of Creed singer Scott Stapp, who, fresh off shredding the national anthem at the Florida Marlins opening day festivities, has penned a song in honor of the teal-suited team. Unnecessary adjective. Here we go. (laughs) It's called Marlins Lasore, and it has the same vague references to faith and being, man, Mora is... It's She's going wild. in. I know. And they just, it was linked from like a positive art. Anyways, 
let's go back to the thing you were talking about. But I just saw that and I was like, they didn't yeah. even fucking bother to get all the words. That's how little they care. The, there, there's there's some laziness uh, from the Palm Beach Post as well. The, 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 the headline here is just Creed singer Scott Stapp, a big Florida Marlins fan. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even say that he did anything. They just, just say, well, hey, he's, he's a, a fan, fan of the team. Loves the team. Yeah. Loves the team. Oh, that's good. All right. So I'll read this. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So this was posted April 17th, April 17th, 2010, updated March 31st, 2012. Whoa. Okay. I wonder what happened two years later. Someone's like, hey, whoa, we got to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Not such a big fan after all. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yeah. What did they get? They spelled something wrong and then they went back two years to fix it. I'll take this from the top here, and okay. you, you know, as a as a Red Sox fan, this might um, this might be of particular interest to you, Joe. Okay. Uh, the first sentence here: Long before singer Scott Stapp performed at packed concert halls and won a Grammy with his rock band Creed, he was a hot hitting shortstop playing against Johnny Damon. Okay. Does that name ring a bell for you? No. Former Boston Red Sox. Sure. I know, like <laughs> former I know, Boston like... Red Sox. Uh, Outfielder? I know Nomar. Okay. I know Big Poppy. Okay. You'd need to give me a, like an hour or B- so. Big Poppy, yeah. So, so like the next generation. Just whoever was there Big when Poppy I was a child and I heard other people talking about them. Yep, so yep. Well, John Damon would have been just after that. Okay. So it, uh, continuing on, it was 1990 and Stapp was playing for Orlando's Lake Highland Prep in the Apopka Invitational Tournament against an Orlando Dr. Phillips team. Orlando doctor. Oh, okay. Against an Orlando team stacked with future major leaguers, Damon, AJ Pruszynski, and Brian Barber. Wow. Quote from Scott Stapp. I remember getting a hard hit ground ball to me. I fielded it cleanly and I had a little ego about my arm. I crow hopped to look good over the first and I didn't realize how fast Johnny Damon was. It was the first time I'd ever had somebody beat me out on a routine ground ball. Damon went on to star for the A's, the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Tigers. Stapp, who led Central Florida high schoolers with a 487 batting average. That's very what? good. What? Oh, I know that's good. Way. I know that. Holy 300 God. is good. One player in the major leagues ever has hit 400 or above. Scott Stapp was hitting 487. Yeah. <laughs> Scott I was, Stapp. I was, like, I was like 310 when I was at hey, that's, Little that's League. Hey, that's good. And I, that's good. I was definitely hot shit. For, so for 487? The, for the, they must have played some yeah. real shitty high schools then because it was shitty pitchers. Right. For the nerds at home, that's, you know, out of 10, basically. 310 would be, you know, three out of 10 times. Well, it's a percentage. So we're saying yes, a point, 487 is, yeah, 0.487% of the time. Nearly half. Which guy, is, which sounds, yeah, nearly half the time he's getting a hit. Pretty good. Good guy. Uh, and that's not just any passed, hit. That's a hit where you successfully make it to, on to, base. Yeah, right? on base. Yeah. Right. Base hits. Base hits. He passed on several baseball scholarships offered and co-formed Creed. The band won a Grammy for Best Rock Song in 2001 for With Arms Wide Open, but Scott, Scott Stapp never lost his love for baseball. He was best man at pitcher David Wells' wedding. Wow. David Wells, incidentally, pitched a perfect game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and saying God bless America at game four of the 2004 World Series. We might have to pull that up. I think we will. Because according uh, I, to Mora at the All, he also shredded the national anthem somewhere. So That I have. Okay. Um, after moving to Boca Raton in 2006, that's a funny sentence. Wow. He was probably like in his 
early 30s He's and moved to Boca Raton, uh, famously a place where people in their 80s move. <laughs> He's 47, but I feel yeah. like he's probably... He's 47 now. Yeah, now. He's got, like, yeah, so he like city miles on him, for sure. I think he's been oh. through the ringer a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says he's blossoming into a hands-on Marlins fan. Scott Stapp's staying the national anthem at the home, home opener on April 9th at Sun Life Stadium, his first public appearance in a Marlins partnership, formed after he met Marlins president David Sampson in Aspen during Christmas vacation in 2008. But the home opener was just the beginning. Stapp will be part of the team all season, singing in a video of a new Marlins theme song what? that's played on the Jumbotron. Not, oh, I, I got it. I got through it. the right, song. Right, right. But it sounds like they played that before the first pitch of every game, according to this article. Incredible. That must have gotten real old for the season ticket holders. Oh, yeah. In 2005, Stapp recorded You Will Soar on his solo album, The Great Divide. Thanks to an idea, I love this. This is the type of corporate synergy you want when you're making music. Thanks to an idea proposed in part by Stapp's wife, Jacqueline, and his longtime marketing consultant, Allison Weiss Brady, he wrote a new version called Marlins Will Soar. Wrote. The music is the same. <laughs> yeah. The music is the same, but the lyrics were altered to reflect Marlins baseball. Quote, come on, Marlins, make us proud. Keep hoping and dreaming and you will soar. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, here's a little bit about, so here's, here's a little bit, uh, from further down the article about the actual writing. Here's a quote from Larry Blocker, the Marlins director of pregame events who shot the video in one afternoon. He says he sang four or five versions. He kept saying, do you need me to do it again? <laughs> he was great to work with. Why is this in the article? Stapp, whose band reunited for a tour and album, said he was nervous about recording the song. Quote, I didn't want it to be corny. I wanted it to be something Marlins fans are proud of and have a timeless feel to it, he said. I got behind the mic and began freestyling. I think I was pulling for my years of being a, b a ball player myself. It came out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it came out pretty good. I like how he's, he's saying I wanted to make something timeless. And he took one of his own songs after he had it just was like, So I was like, I took one of my songs that is timeless. And I yeah, and freestyled. I just totally, I wanted it to like stand the test of time. Uh, so I made it up as I went along. It's exactly just completely what made it saying. up. Bass hits. <laughs> He's just like counting, just trying to figure it out. Wow. That's so good. It's so great. Uh, final quote here. It says, his junior year, we went to the section finals, and he was a big part of the team. Lake, Lake Highland Athletic Director Frank Prendergast said, he was a good little player. He was starting to <laughs> sing a little bit on the side, but he was a good athlete. I'll see him again soon. His group is singing here next month. He's a hometown hero, <laughs> I guess. He's a good little singer. Yeah. Oh, man. I like, there's something about Scott Stapp that, like, having looked into him, Expect like a lot of these post grunge guys or whatever, like um, puddle of mud, like we talked about, as people are monstrous or whatever. And I haven't dug deep enough into Scott Stapp. I do know there was one incident with him where he gained some notoriety, but for the most part, he seems like just sort of like a you know, I have a fact here, I have something here from uh, Song Facts about Marlins yeah. Will Soar, one of oh, two please. facts. Here it is. The song met with some negative reviews and criticism from some fans for selling out, but Stapp has no regrets. He told Spin Magazine, The way that I look at it is simple. I have three children. When I was approached to do that song, it was with the caveat of lifetime free baseball tickets and the boys could be bat boys. As a father, I said, I'm all in, man. That is awesome for my family. 
People can make judgments, but when my son is handing a bat to Derek Jeter, I'm saying thank you, Florida Marlins, for giving me an opportunity to do that song, and I have no regrets about it. If you look at it like, oh my God, what was he thinking as a credible artist? And if you don't know what the deal is, I get that analysis. <laughs> he said I don't know that if he last knows, bit. Knows what did you means. say that bit? Or yeah. Did he say that? He said that? That was him. Oh, I love that, that last was him. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's. Okay. I the modicum of he, he knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. It's easy. It's easy. It's like Nickelback. It's easy to deal with all the bullshit when uh, you know you can like wipe your tears with your money. Yeah, exactly. Say. Yeah, the perks. <laughs> the perks. Yeah. I mean, yep. dude, for free lifetime Marlins tickets, that's pretty good. You know who owns the Marlins now is Derek Jeter. Scott Stapp. In, oh, Derek Jeter. Does. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess he's. I know that that came true in in more of a way than he than he realized because yeah. he mentioned his kids, you know, being friends with Jeter. There you go. Want to take a look at that Marlins national anthem? Yeah, I'm I'm hesitant, but I think we really should. So I, I mean, I I think another thing to say is that like the national anthem is another major. It's probably the major sports and music intersection. It is. You know what I mean? Anytime the national anthem comes into It's a little fascistic that we play the national anthem yes. before every game. I will agree with that. But it that is pro- I mean that's the biggest deal. That that gets broadcast on TV. There are yeah. famous, you know, famous versions that are amazing like Marvin Gaye or um Whitney Houston. Roseanne and there are Barr. famous Roseanne Barr. I was going to say there are famous versions that are terrible like <laughs> Roseanne Barr or Carl Lewis. We could oh, do a full no. episode just on the national anthem. I think we should. You know at what some I mean? Point. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think we're kind of di- yeah, we could. We're kind of dipping in here with Scott Stapp. Yeah, you know, he would probably be on that latter list of the not so great versions. <laughs> but yeah, why don't we just yeah, hear that real quick? Let's check it out. That's on the WordPress too. Okay, great. I love his little WordPress. <laughs> it's so clean. I love to. Before, before we watch this too, I just want to say that like the. Um, his, it's his blog, this WordPress, and here's his comment about the video of the song that he pulls up. He says, just wanted to share the Marlins will soar I told you about last week. The song video had its de- debut last night at the For- Florida Marlins home opener against the Los Angeles Dodgers. I also had the honor of singing the national anthem. Check it out. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's so proudly we hear in the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through a perilous night Yeah. 
so okay. he, at the end of that video, he does this little salute, and and I, I found on Twitter a tweet from that day where he he tweeted out that photo. I don't know if there's any way we could get a visual somehow this I, audio medium i can make it the cover i can make it the yeah, cover that, of this episode let's do that because the the <laughs> it's it's just he's like full salute like, yeah just yeah. having finished um oh, so yeah good. marlins i salute you i don't know why he tagged aaron Rodgers in the quarterback of the um green bay packers in this tweet but um <laughs> well you you sent me a tweet um from him that was like from last it was recent it was from 2020 oh you know what it was from 2020 i don't know why <laughs> i didn't realize that yes it they wasn't must... from that day it was from october 2nd 2020 he happened to be i guess wow. tweeting that image a 10 year old image of him saluting the marlins i like this because it's like he's you know he's become a middle-aged dude and like that moment not much has happened since then for him and so, like, he's still, like, Marlins are, not, like... Not much musically. Yeah. Musically, yeah. He's done some stuff. But, like, I love I love this this picture of him. He's got, like, Marlins gear all over the den in the basement, you know? Like, I like this as him, like, just a regular suburban sports... Boca Raton sports fan. Boca <laughs> Raton. Does he have a walker? I feel like that's a prerequisite for moving to Boca Raton. No offense to all the Boca Ratonians out there. All our all our uh, retired fans in Bulk Raton, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I'm a little disappointed. I thought that was going to be worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it just it's just bad because it's Scott Stapp. It's not bad because he fucked it up. Really, he has pipes. Know. He does. He has pipes. Like the dude can kind of sing. It's just that it's so affected. Yeah, he really hits it. Like. Well, no, real parts, you know. Like, yeah, he like, really, he's one? putting on a voice. In the rockets, red glare. You know, there's no way it's his natural singing voice, no. like, right? Like he's doing a voice. He's always kind of doing an impression of a guy rocking. Yeah. Well, he's he's at the point now where he did. He started. It's probably started as an affectation, and now he just can't stop. Also, I mean, he <laughs> right. made millions and millions. Of, you you know how many times platinum both of Creed's like big records went like huge many. albums. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. I almost wonder if, in retrospect, we can kind of redeem them a little bit. I don't know. That's probably for another day. But like. <laughs> I hear with arms. I remember when I was a kid, we, we had a, like, when we were making fun of Creed, we found this sort of trick to get into the Creed voice, which is where you start every word that starts with a vowel with an H. So you go, with harms wide open. Harms. <laughs> with harms wide open. <laughs> right? It kind of yeah, works, works, you know. The uh, Jack and Dino has talked about this voice, the the kind of Herm Yarl voice, and he said it. There's just an R under every vowel. Yes. America, America. <laughs> just a long R sound. <laughs> you know, if you buy Jack and Dino lunch, he'll hang out with you, talk to you. If you you have to buy Is that him right? lunch, though, yeah, yeah, it says it on his website, but we'll see. Maybe we should get him on the podcast. <laughs> that, that might be worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you said you had a couple more baseball songs that we should check out. Yeah, I just there is this just long tradition of again like baseball songs about baseball teams, songs to kind of you know about baseball itself. Um, mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. one about 
uh, buy a team for a team. I, I don't know the background of this one as much, but uh, Go Cubs Go. Go Cubs Go. Go Cubs Go. So here, they let's check it. this they one. They need all the energy they can get. If I remember the things about the Cubs that I heard is that they don't win anymore. Yes, they hadn't yes. won in over 100 years, and then they won in 2016. You know, so they, they need You Will Soar. I mean, the Marlins they do too. It. They're bad yeah. too. But like, that's the thing about the song too. Quick, before we listen to this, like You Will Soar is like, it's... The, it's not talking about how great the Marlins are. It's ta- It's like trying to um, elevate give them yeah, it's hope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah, Marlins. Part, yeah, have part faith. of it in the song is he he does say like in the future we will win a World Series. <laughs> hey, Before you, you know keep it. hoping. You got to keep dreaming. <laughs> Those uh, fundamentals, you know, you keep your butt down when you're fielding. You know, keep your eye hits, on the ball. All double that plays, stuff. Yep. <laughs> Just those plays, little things. Perfect game. But play right? small ball, baby. Small Strikeouts. ball. Yeah. Bunts, bunts, a couple bunts here and there. You didn't mention days. bunts at all. Um. All right, go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Let's check this shit. Baseball season's underway. Well, you better get ready for a brand new day. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gone. There's something, there's something about that one that like feels like the Grateful Dead to me. I, like that that second verse, like it's a little sloppy almost, like <laughs> the way he sings it. <laughs> well, it has that instrumentation too of like the like, or it's like the band. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, damn, this is a uh, is that Levon Helm? There's something about like you know the organ, right? Like the organ is key. And that has like an 80s sheen, that song, but it still has like an organ going, like, which is such a classic baseball sound. True. You know? And it's like the origin of baseball music is they'd have like a literal person playing uh, organ. Playing an organ. But, but, the but they still yeah. do. Yeah. Even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most, most stadiums, well, most, most major league ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's cool. And, and I think that one works for like the, again, it's like the inverse of this Marlins will soar thing. It's like the right energy. The, the key, it keeps, ascending in pitch like in the same aspirational way but in a much more mellow vibey baseball way i agree this one is like again it doesn't have that bittersweet energy it's also like genuinely encouraging it yeah it really puts its foot down and says you're gonna do it yeah you're gonna and it's win like, this is the year we're gonna fucking do it, it galvanizes and, you know? the city it's like hey chicago what do you say like you know yeah it kind of it, it it builds to that like go cubs go you know yeah it's just like here's a list. Here's this long list of baseball stuff. <laughs> Boom, Marlins. <laughs> you know, like. Well, I guess Chicago is a town that you can get excited about. What? Where? Like, what's the Marlins' technical home base? Now they're Miami. A- they used to just be vaguely just Florida. Florida. Yeah. And at the time, you know, let's take a quick listen again. Just tying, trying to trying to give Scott Stapp some more benefit of the doubt. Trying to tie this into this long tradition. Here's yeah. a song. This is uh, Talking Baseball. Do you know this one? Baseball. No, this is a but... this is an all-time classic. Has been 
Meet the Mets has been adapted many times in that it often gets turned into beat beat the Mets because the Mets are bad. Uh, Talking baseball, on. I feel like every team has made like their own version of this. I think this okay. is actually from like the eighties, but um, it again, it's very backward looking. It looks at like players from the beginning of you know baseball to the modern day, but it's kind of a kind of a classic baseball song. You may have heard this. Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Yeah. Talking baseball. The Wiz kids had won it. Bobby Thompson had done it. And Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born. Marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. Bobby Fella, the Scooter, the Barber, and the Nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Well, Casey was winning, Hank Aaron was beginning, one Robbie going out, one coming in. Kiner and Midget Goodell. The Thumper and Mel Parnell And Ike was the only one winning down in Washington I'm talking baseball Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball This one's extremely specific. This is for pe- people This is for the true heads. These are baseball card collectors. Oh yeah, this is for the true heads. This song makes sense to me. I can tell it makes no sense to you. I don't know who Duke Snyder was. I think that's the thing. I know it was mm. Mickey Mantle, right? Duke really? Snyder played for the, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay, okay. But this is no, like I... in the 40s or the 50s. like you Yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. What's your take uh, on it? I just want to say RIP to Hank Aaron, who just died and was mentioned oh, in that song. He? he did just oh, die. All-time dang. home run. The rightful home run king. Uh, right. Um, right. No, that one is, I mean, I can't separate that from the way in which I know it. Like, it's too It's too hard to look at that as like a piece of music. I can't, um, <laughs> I, it's hard to even think about someone sitting down to write that because it's so, for like, f- from the baseball perspective, it's perfect. Like, that is the way he's just That's like dropping those baseball. fucking yeah and he's dropping all the player names and it's been readapted by you know every team to have their own history you know in there yeah. like it's it's the it's the specificity that Marlins will soar lacks Marlins yes. will soar is 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 just listing random baseball shit and that I guess <laughs> you know he I guess he's making the argument that that's timelessness in a way, <laughs> it's like he said about the time it wanted to be timeless. But I just, yeah, I don't think Scott Stapp could really make a, a baseball song that stuck. Right. I, I think, you know, I think that that could be football music. Right? His music. That type oh, of energy yes. could definitely be football music. Tackle, touchdown, punt. Just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's way well, it's better. Just the sound of it too is that football has this tough, this tough energy. Yeah, machismo. Like, yeah, and it's like you know, it's so it's so like edgy graphics. Everything's like super modern and weird, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, big distorted guitars fit in there. I, I just think the aesthetic of baseball is take me out to the ball game, talking yeah. baseball. It's 
it's its own little world of uh, banjos and organs, and, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. I think that we can just talk about two other songs quickly without really going deeply into them, but like another classic baseball song, Center Field by John Fogarty. Okay. I'm sure I've heard it. Let's, oh, wait. Let's if you don't out. know that, of course we have to play. You'll know this the second you hear it. I'm, I'm kind of impressed by how deep into baseball music you are. Like, you know this stuff. You already knew this stuff. I just started thinking about, like, I don't know. I just started thinking, like, there, there is there is precedent for this. It's not as random as it initially seems that right. a rock musician would start singing about baseball. But it's the way he does it that's so bad. Because you initially just think like, why the fuck would you write a song about baseball? And then you look back and you're like, wait a minute, there are like plenty of actually like decent tunes that involve that involve baseball in some in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, let's listen to this. Then I have a question about that. Yeah, yeah, let's check it out. Here's a here's an all timer, John Fogerty Centerfield. I mean, the organ really is the key to that whole thing, right? Like, super good. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like like baseball. It it does. It does. I. But again, it's the same tropes of like Hank Aaron. Yeah. And like, like, well, uh, there's a weird one in there. If you notice in the music video, which our listeners won't be able to hear, but when he says, uh, you know, round and third or whatever, it's a brown-eyed handsome man. First of all, Chuck Berry reference. Yes. Uh, right, also backward looking, as we said, but mm-hmm. so br- it says it's a brown-eyed, handsome man, and it shows uh, Jackie Robinson very prominently <laughs> at that moment, which feels problematic somehow. It, I it, mean, <laughs> it just was it celebrating? Was it celebrating the integration sh- of baseball? I don't maybe? know what they're trying to do with that but music video. I'm just saying somebody made an editing choice, and it was a weird it. one that I noticed they as did. it played. They did. I will. Jackie Robinson does have brown eyes, and he was very handsome. So, um, another another quick classic uh, that I think of baseball related music that works, Bruce. Glory Days. Oh, yeah. Which... Explicitly the, it, about baseball. It, it immediately comes to mind. It, glory, glory Days. Yes. It almost has the same looking. melody of... Yeah. It's almost like base, baseball... Modern baseball doesn't matter. Well, right? it's funny that you say <laughs> modern baseball because there is an emo band... I know there. ...by the name <laughs> Modern Baseball. Because <laughs> it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. So wait, but so here's Glory Days real quick. Listen to the, like this first verse is straight up. It's just about baseball.
Now that song I know. That wasn't written for. Ba- it's about baseball. But it's about it's baseball. baseball. It's about the song. vibe of baseball. It's got the organ again, and I think Bruce has a little bit of that Herm Yarl vibe going. Sure, as well. Glory days, yeah. It's gonna pass it's, you by. Briefly on that, we hear so many of these guys with that particular sound. It, it leads me to think that. There's some natural reason for that that doesn't have to do with people imitating each other. It's not It's not like people studied Bruce Springsteen and went, let me bring that into Nirvana. Right. Well, Nirvana doesn't is not one of these. Or but Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Yes, that's, that's more what we're talking about. But like, it's just something in, it's in the DNA. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pearl Jam, um, I think we can close with, with this one and then maybe check out some YouTube comments. Oh, totally. Eddie Vedder. And the entire band of Pearl Jam, huge baseball fans. Huge baseball fans. Yes. And I seem to remember this as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Eddie Vedder specifically is a Cubs fan and specifically wrote a go song Cubs, about the Cubs that is, well, it's a different vibe than anything we've heard, really. Um, okay. But seeing as there is definitely a Scott Stapp connection to Eddie Vedder in the vocal thing, it's interesting to see he, the way he yeah. takes a song about baseball. Let's check it out. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game For I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're healed The first time you walk into Wrigley Field Our heroes wear pinstripes, heroes in blue Give us the chance to feel like heroes too Forever we'll win And if we should lose We know someday we'll go all the way Yeah, someday we'll go all the way Hey, hey, he did it! We are one with the Cubs With the Cubs we're in love Yeah, hold our head high as the underdogs we are not fair weather, but foul weather fans. Like brothers in arms in the streets and the stands. There's magic in the ivy in the old scoreboard. The same when I stared at it as a kid keeping score. In a world full of greed, I could never want more. And someday we'll go out of We got a real sing-along, drink-along. Yes. Now, I love that. I do, too. I do, too. I think it's very sweet. I yes. I think it's really... It captures the spirit. It's not quite like Go Cubs Go, where no. it's like, hey, we're going to make it. Yeah, we're good. It, it, it acknowledges that, like, when he says we're we're not fair weather fans, we're foul weather fans. Yes, it's the other like, side of fandom. But 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 like, if you've ever loved a team, or if you've ever, it, it's the type of thing that like, if you listen to that and you don't care about sports, or you don't, you've never, you don't understand that. That's gonna sound so fucking funny. The like melodrama that he puts into that, like, I gotta admit, I'm I'm sort of one of those people i don't want to trivialize people's emotions because clearly that it's so important but like i don't get the genuineness of that like the the sadness in there i don't get that level of like 
how do you get hurt so bad by your team losing? I just can't, I can't relate to uh, a team's lack, like, like how your team does leading you to like bare your soul and put out this beautiful, like sad song. There's not a hint of like, it's so serious. <laughs> it's I just so don't get how serious. it's so serious to people. I just that don't get song it. It's so I, serious. It's... Yes. But what, for me, the reason I like it is because I actually have trouble as an adult. I can't access that level of uh, sincerity about sports anymore. Okay. Right? That's what it is. I can't. But when I was a kid, yeah. I could. And when I hear that song, it makes me think about the stakes of sports the way that it used to feel to me when I was a kid. And I really cared if the Yankees were going to win or lose. Now, like, I mean, I want them to win, but I don't like, I don't, I don't care in the same way. It's yeah, like, they're not like heroes. It doesn't seem to whatever. have meaning outside of itself. Right, that's the point. So it uh, that song brings me back to the feeling of like seeing your heroes oh. let you down, or like you know, it's such a different vibe of totally like Marlon Marlon's will soar, but it's like such a specific feeling, um, and it I think it demonstrates the difference between right. like an Eddie Vedder and a Scott Stapp <laughs> in terms of their emotional sensitivity and their ability to like use basically the same palette to paint like completely I mean Eddie Vedder like again he like wrote us that's like us its own song you know i i yeah, yeah yeah i guess that's what it is i i never had that sort of uh i never idolized sports players and teams you know i, I sports are this like tribal thing you kind of have to be born into it and indoctrinated into it yeah. and if you're not that song sounds ridiculous and i on a musical level it is ridiculous but if you understand it it's not I mean, to me, it's kind of better than most Pearl Jam songs I've heard, honestly, like craft wise and also just an enjoy. I like enjoy it. It's a, yeah. it's, I mean, it's the, tr it's the traditional mournful sort of Irish folk song sound, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's just unrelatable for me because I don't have my baseball nostalgia is me playing baseball. It's not me. No, it's not you heroes. looking up to, yeah, 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 yeah totally. I wonder what that is for people who, you know, it's if it's not sports, is it comic book superheroes and really, mm -hmm. realizing they're not real or something? Is it musical, you know, was it, did you love Jimmy Page the way well, he played guitar and then you found out he was like only 24 or something and now you're older than that? And you're like, oh, fuck, I'm older <laughs> than that. You know? I'm also better than him and I'm not a pedophile, so that's, that's fine right, too. Right, right. Um, <laughs> no, I think for me, actually, it was musicians because I, you know, I was a huge nerd, hardcore, and it was honestly the Beatles, I think, is what mm -hmm. it was. I think great, yeah. Gradually, I idolized a, musicians in that way, where they were superheroes to me. And then, and are they still or not so much? You don't believe in it in no, the same way. I, yeah, I don't really idolize any musician anymore. I really, right. I, I, it's a stronger word than admire. Like I love the music people make, and I, I find that there are a lot of musicians who, I love who they are, you know, and I love how their relationship with their music and the music they make and all that stuff. But it's not like, I don't. I could meet them and I wouldn't feel 
like I was in the presence of a god. You know what I mean? No, no, yeah. no one's supernatural to me like that anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody. And I, I don't know if that's just a, a, a problem with me having an enormous ego or something, but I just, I don't no, see anybody I think that's that maturity. way. Yeah. I think that's growing up. Yeah. And I think that that's what's hard about like sports fandom as an adult for me. It's like it's still fun to watch the game. It's still, these people do incredible transcendent things, but the yeah. sort of... And that and that is part of what is so ridiculous about Marlins will soar is like it 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 has not outgrown the the epic quality of your sports hero or yeah. whatever. Well, yeah. you know, you can't fault Scott Stapp. I don't. I don't think. I think there are generations upon generations of families that maintain this spirit of like, oh yeah, like idolatry and veneration. Definitely. You know, so definitely, yeah. I can't think of a single Marlin either. I know I don't know a lot of baseball players, but have they ever had a star? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 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 most recently, their biggest player was Giancarlo Stanton, who is now a Yankee. Uh, you probably don't know his name, but he's a huge home run hitter. They had uh, for like a week. Oh, no. Was it a week? Yeah. For like a week, they had Mike Piazza. Oh, I maybe know. like sixteen yeah. games or so. He like played like <laughs> he played like under thirty games for them. He's like less I than a full season. You know, a full season is like one hundred and sixty-two games or something. Right. He played like thirty games for them and then got traded or whatever <laughs> uh, to the Mets. Yeah. Incidentally, and do you think they knew what the Marlins knew when they got him that they were just gonna they were gonna just like I, flip him like a house? Just I can't remember what the deal was, but I do think that was part of it. It was like. He was he wasn't sticking around. They had Bobby Bonilla, I think, for a time, and maybe that was part of the deal. Was like Bobby Bonilla got traded to the Mets. Okay. This is deep shit. And then Bobby Bonilla Day is like this thing every year. The Mets signed this contract with him that extended beyond his years as a player. They would pay him like oh. it was something like a million dollars over like twenty five years instead of like twenty five million dollars over the course of his career. Right. So every year they like owe him a million bucks. They just gave, he gave himself a pension. Exactly. And so <laughs> they, they they celebrate. That's a very Mets loserdom kind of thing that like every year they owe this fucking guy who didn't bring them a championship a million dollars and he's been retired for like 15 years, you know. <laughs> but um Oh man. Yeah. That's so, kind of anyway. that's kind of fun. that's they he messed up though because inflation, right? Y- yeah. His million yeah. So dollars worth less and less, less each. every year. Yeah. <laughs> He could have invested that in a in a in a in a safe ETF and had it been growing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, a million dollars a year. Fund. A million dollars a year is still a lot. Yeah. Thankfully. So uh, speaking of uh, the Mets and cursed decisions that the Mets have made over the years, um, I've got here a quick clip of Scott Stapp, our old friend here, doing "God Bless America" at City Field, uh, which is where. The Mets play in 20, and this is in 2014. So let's let's check this. Okay. God bless America. Land I love. Stand beside her and guide her. Through the night with the light from above Through the mountains to the prairies 
to the oceans, wine with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. God bless America, my home sweet home. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Stapp, lead singer of the rock group Creed. Look for his rock memoir, Sinner's Creed, coming this October to your favorite bookseller. <laughs> a little pitchy there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's still, you know, he's a technically good singer, right? Like, he hits the notes and he he has his thing, like, to do little runs and stuff. This one seemed even kind of, like, worse. It was a worse, definitely. Off. I was going to say, the four years between uh, the National Anthem for the Marlins and God Bless America for the Mets, he's not looking so good anymore. Well, you know he's he, like, he went through some serious shit, right? I, yes. I forget, I forget I've the been trying not to, like, bring it up too much because it's, like, mental health stuff related. Well, and it's kind of yeah. like, eh, I don't want to pick on this guy. But, well, yeah, he went through some him. stuff. He, he had – actually, it's, surpri it's it was surprising to me because he – it, it wasn't like a meltdown and then it was just like, again, I bring it back to like West, uh, West Scantlin where he just was a fucking mess and a monster and yeah. Scott Stapp's like a family man and, and his, his breakdown, he has bipolar disorder. He had a psychotic episode for like five months, ran yeah. off, lived in a van, didn't have money. He called his kids school saying that his family was ISIS. Just typical, it's psychotic episode stuff. It's totally, it's textbook. He was also doing some drugs, but yes. you know that doesn't automatically make this kind of thing happen. And then he went on, you know, the news shows, and he had a big recovery story, and now he's good. And so, well, I'm glad he's good. I yeah. mean, I, like I but said, like it's it takes its toll, and oh, here he definitely. is. Yeah, he looks know, a little rough. As someone, and he's, he's he can't quite he, like you said, like he's just not. Yeah, he's not able to get there anymore. So those high notes, but I will say this: this song I think also works better because it's like explicitly about God. Yeah, which that's like his wheelhouse. I, I wonder mean, if he's a Trump supporter. I, I doubt would it. Not be surprised. I, I don't Floridian know. Christian. That's like too. Yeah. Yeah. Too well, big. <laughs> too big signifiers. I'll look into it. I don't know. I want to yeah. like him. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I want to. Like well, if you want to like him. I do have a final clip maybe we can end on. Sure. Of him. This is like early Creed. Early Creed uh, but he, he's talking, you know, he's talking about, you can see he's a sports fan uh, <laughs> through and through. Um, this is a little, looks like, I don't know if it's like an interview or from a documentary, but it's some behind the scenes footage of Creed. And they're, they're talking about Thanksgiving here. You don't think, you know, these like, these like, these like absolutely enormous bands, they're so you know that like a creed that's so corporate. It's like you don't think yeah. about like there really are like four dudes or whatever or five dudes who like played some gigs and got yeah. some traction and put out a demo and you know and so you kind of do see a little peek behind and early enough in their career that there's still some humanity there. He's not just a product, right? Um, in this clip, so I kind of liked it. Yeah, let's uh, let's see what it, what his deal is have Thanksgiving together and, and feel sorry for ourselves. We cooked like, a, we cooked like, we tried our best to cook like a turkey. Like that year, yeah. me and Fad fried a turkey. Yeah. Fried we, a turkey. Oh, we were fried. like, let's try Ooh. frying a turkey. Really? And so we fried it like the night before. 
and played you, NFL game. Yeah, day. we played NFL game Bro. day all day and like drank beer and just you know sat around <laughs> d- depressed. You know that was and much more fun than this year. For you, <laughs> I mean, for me, man, '96, I was playing NFL game day, eating the worst turkey of my life <laughs> that you had fried. But hanging out with good friends, you know. Right. But this year, I've I spent Thanksgiving with my wife and and my son. You know, and new baby. Yeah, and and then with all the success surrounding the band, and and you know my mother-in-law and and her four little children, and and it was just, uh, gosh, to think two years ago, if you would have told me that I was going to be married, my band was going to be successful like this, and that I was going to have a, a new baby boy, you know, two and a half, three weeks old at the time, I would have told you you're full of it, you know, but. Kind of like the real reason for giving thanks, you know? Yeah, I, I think this was the first Thanksgiving that I really was like, gosh, I have so much to be thankful for. You know, it's like I finally, like, it finally sunk in. Because, you know, as a kid, you know, you're like, uh, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes. Yeah, you know, it's like, about football games on TV. Sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, and what you're having for what, dinner. Two days off from school. That's yeah. what it was all right. about then. Right. But I was really angry on Thanksgiving about uh, the Cowboys game. Well, That listen, really, really, really made me mad. You know, it's just reality. <laughs> <laughs> it brings you down to earth. By the way, Scott's uh, wearing his Dallas Cowboys uh, hat, and I, I feel honored that he's doing that, that's for sure. Hey, I'm a Cowboys fan. I know, you have been for a long time. I need season tickets. Oh, well, you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetheart. He's a good clip. He's just a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And it is nice to hear, you know, because you'd think, like, a lot of the time the story is they hit that success and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, they're a mess. Yeah. Or, or that like a song like Marlins will soar is like a pure greed move where like, I really, uh, you hear a story like that. Like you hear him talking like that. And like, I now, you know, the thing you mentioned earlier about, he did it for his kids. I buy that. Like I buy that. He was like, wait, I I just like fucking sing about baseball over this fucking thing. And they'll give me tickets for the rest of my life for my family. Uh okay. <laughs> like Yeah. You well, idiots. Like, yeah, of course of I'm gonna the... fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, you guys are <laughs> Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> Jokes on I mean, you. All man. I have to do is freestyle over one of my old songs. <laughs> I already did say the work. Word. Like you realize yeah. this is I'm gonna do fifteen minutes of work. I'm gonna get <laughs> season tickets to a major league baseball team for life. This is backwards, but okay. I just like that the appearance of it is that it was there was there's no he didn't he didn't even he knew people were just shitting on him for it and he didn't care he's like i got i got fucking season tickets man yeah, like, i can go see the marlins anytime i like my kids my kids met Derek jeter yeah i just and i like too that he's on this side of things where now where you know his tweets get 150 160 <laughs> likes or whatever like yeah. you know he just put out a, an album and it's unremarkable you know so it's like it's it's kind of it's kind of heartwarming to have just like such a regular guy sort of you know with whatever things are going on with him but like uh, you know that his core motivation seem family oriented is very (laughs) nice you know it's a nice (laughs) a nice realization instead of just like fuck yeah Yeah. give me that money give me it give me it yeah oh yeah like it's less gross I notice uh, I pause the video and uh, Mark Tremonti, guitarist of Creed, is wearing a Yankees shirt. So yep, uh, he's wearing a Yankees shirt. In the thing they mention the the Cowboys hat. He mentions how upset he was about the Cowboys losing. <laughs> they mention NFL yeah. game day. Clearly, 
Yeah, this band fans. is yeah they are sports yeah. they are sports fans big time <laughs> well hey look at that yep. sports and god true americans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i think we're getting to the uh the end of this part because uh, as i understand it i think that there's a bit more about the world of sports music that we should probably continue talking about next episode right is yeah that- we focus pretty heavily on baseball today but you know, there's a, there's a, I think the world of sports and music, the crossover there is kind of rich for exploration. There's yeah. a ton of these ridiculous, like, uh, novelty kind of football songs where it's like entire football teams, the real team, right? The real players singing or, uh, theme songs <laughs> yeah. for the teams, songs that are intros for, you know, different teams or, or for, or for Monday night football, for example, like right. the, the theme songs for those are just bonkers, you know? Yeah. And, and so I think we should t- have a kind of grab bag where we take a look at some of those, uh, maybe next time. That sounds good. And I think it'll be appropriate because as someone, as people keep needing to remind me, isn't the Super Bowl around this time of year? It is. It is this Sunday. I don't know if this will this make Sunday. it out prior to that, but it may. Hey. Uh, if not, the Super Bowl happened. And, and you know, it, it, and it's what kind is, of relevant because I had no idea. What is one of the biggest pieces of the Super Bowl? The halftime uh, show, the music. The halftime show. Ooh, there have been some good ones. There have been some bad some ones. Some good ones, some bad ones. And the music is a big part of the sporting event you know i think there's more we usually we like to think that the jocks and the the artists the jocks and the musicians are so diametrically opposed but no i think no. uh if you if you give it a real look there's more connection there than you <laughs> might initially seem cool so let's call this our i don't know sportstacular i'll think of something mm-hmm. our uh our two-part sportstacular but as far as marlins will soar is concerned i just i don't know I, I have a positive feeling about it, but it is it is straight up terrible. Like it, it really yeah. is. I, I, I like that it was made for a good reason, but I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> no, it's just so funny, man. Yeah. When it dropped, strikeouts. Love... It's so fun to sing. I also can't fault Scott Stapp for that. Like once you start doing it, you it, it you you can't you stop. Can't stop. You yeah. can't stop. No. And, and, um, I just, the way he like, he just, he stops opening his mouth at some point <laughs> towards the end of the line and, and God bless America and all of that. It's just great. Scott Stapp. He's got his whole, Scott Stapp, come on the pod, come on the pod, Scott. We got stuff to talk about. You know, we're probably on the same meds. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you for joining us. Uh, despite all the, uh, terrible music we've subjected you to and um um and if you like what you hear please rate review subscribe like you can follow us on instagram at turn it down podcast you can follow us on twitter at turn it down pod you know you can email us at turn it down podcast at gmail.com you know you could tell us what sports team you like or something or whatever and what you know i don't know but we would love to hear from you and, uh, you know, we hope you're all doing well out there. Steve, what do you, what do you want to, yeah. Year into the know? pandemic had a breakdown the other day, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get through yeah, it folks. Did, so did I hope he, everybody's happy, oh, healthy, man. safe, whatever. And if you're not, I'm right there with you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I miss music. I really, yeah, do. I, do. Yeah, I, I really, do really do. Cool. Well, um, you know what? You will soar too, listener someday. You will soar. With a little faith and luck? Yeah. You will. Play a praise. All right. 
Bye. Bye. Keep hoping.